0: Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast, followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 12, Chapter 142. A Prediction. Philip's age, 74. In the year 1589, both Elena Chibo and her husband, Domenico, Matze were seriously ill at the same time. And Elena's mother, Tamiria thought that they were both dying. Philip said to her, put your fears aside. Only one of the two of them will die. He was proved right. For it was only Domenico... Elena's husband, who died on the 17th of June. That same year, a girl of noble birth named Laura Morona, aged 12, was taken by a grave illness, which progressed to the extent that no one had any hope that the girl would survive. The doctors gave up on her, and she lay in bed quite unconscious. She could not hear, she could not speak, even though the parish priest had anointed her with holy oil. As her parents saw her scarcely breathing, with no hope of recovery, they grieved over her as if she were already dead. Everything was arranged for the funeral and burial, and they had even given orders for a grave to be dug. Then Philip turned up. When he arrived, he blew on the face of the girl. Then he slapped her. Then, taking her hair in his hand, he swung her head by it, calling out loudly to her and ordering her to call on the name of Jesus. Upon this, the dying girl opened her eyes, spoke the holy name of Jesus, and began to feel better. She was soon pronounced out of danger. And the fever left her sooner than anyone could hope for. And she eventually recovered her health as before. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. The most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, gentle God of youth, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why would St. Philip slap this young girl, this 12-year-old girl? Why would he take her hair and swing her head? Well, she was unconscious. Everyone thought she was dead. She couldn't hear. She couldn't speak. He couldn't yell at her. And so he wanted to somehow get her attention. And many priests who go to the dying, who go to the hospitals, especially if people can't hear, you have, you try your best to get the person's attention. You want the person to, At least acknowledge their sins. You want them somehow to give some expression that they believe that they're sorry. Well, St. Philip went to a drastic measure. He resorted to slapping, pulling her hair. In other words, he was touching her face. He was trying to get some reaction from her. And he got it. He got her to open her eyes, and he got her to pray the name of Jesus. Sometimes the Lord is trying to get our attention. Sometimes he lets unusual things happen to us. Sometimes the Lord is yelling at us, it seems. A saint has said that the Lord yells at us in our pains. He's trying to get our attention. And what is he trying to direct us to? The same thing that Philip was directing the young girl to. To Jesus Christ. God the Father wants all our attention to be on his son. God the Father wants to get our attention so that we will pray in the name of His Son. But sometimes, this getting our attention involves the loss of people that are very dear to us. In the first part of tonight's reading, a young wife, Elena, lost her husband. Philip knew he was going to die. Philip could have prayed. Maybe he even did pray, but he knew the Lord's will was not for Domenico to live. This was the time for Domenico. And as St. Philip would later say, we have to accept the time and circumstances of our own death and the death of those we love, knowing that it's for the best for our salvation and the salvation of those around us. We don't know what Domenico would have done later in his life. We don't know all the things that God drew out of the timing of Domenico's funeral. We don't know if Elena later got married, had children with someone else. We don't know if Elena later went to a convent. We don't know who was at the funeral of Domenico. Maybe someone had a great conversion. You know, the blessed juvenile, the oratorian we've read about the medical doctor, he was converted to a very serious life and found his vocation to the priesthood at a funeral. He'd been to many funerals, but this one particular funeral during the era, he was cut to the heart. And so we don't know what exactly the Lord is up to, but we know that he has a time that he knows for our death. Tonight, let us pray for the grace to accept it. And let us pray for the grace in this Advent season to wake up. To allow the Lord to get our attention so that we might live a more holy life, be more distrustful of self, more trusting in his power. We might turn more and more towards the Lord. Hoping in the Lord's power. That's what Advent's about. Humbling ourselves, waking up, focusing on Jesus, accepting that he's given us a certain amount of time. Lord, give us the grace to use the time we have well and let us not miss the ways in which you're trying to wake us up. And let us not be resentful if they seem sudden and drastic. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.